I'm just gonna drive Mr. 45 minutes of sleep. Too busy cranking it all night. You're gonna rebuttal? I mean, that's not what happened. I was literally trying to sleep. Why don't you try cr cranking it? <laughs> hey guys, Alex here from Casa de Geek, and I'm joined as always with Bobby and Walter. Say hey guys. Hey everybody. Hey. Hey, boys. So, it's 2021. Is everything is everything better now? No. <laughs> Actually, things are kind of worse. Fuck! But you know what's better? What? It's our third season. Woo! Yeah. Third season, 2021. How you guys feeling? This is our year. Yeah? How you doing, Bobby? I mean, I'm still breathing. It's okay, buddy. We'll get you next year. <laughs> it's, it's like that cutscene from Simpsons Road Rage where um, uh, it's like Mole Man and he's like, uh, he, they're watching TV and like, for some reason there's like a radioactive bus and Mole Man is irradiated and he's like, kill me. And then Marge is like, that poor man, I hope somebody does kill him. <laughs> but uh, enough Simpsons references. You might get more of that this year. But anyway, it's our third season, gang, and uh, I think we're going to open it up with a little bit of revelation. Boys, I've never seen Oliver and company. What? Before this recording, before, I mean, yeah, it, this is staged, definitely. We already watched the movie for the show, but before this, I had never seen Oliver and company. And you guys took offense to it. Honestly. I mean, to be fair, though, Walter hasn't seen like, a lot of things. This is true. So that, that's fair. That is, is definitely fair. shocking. It is. It's just, you know, I was never a hardcore Disney guy until they bought Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah. But, like, I was really into, like, uh, Cartoon Network and shit. Like, Warner Brothers was my jam in that, in that front of the fight. And Nickelodeon is probably a close second, but, uh, yeah, it was never, uh, never big of a Disney guy, except I, I had seen all the Renaissance films. Right. So, um, there's definitely that, but, uh, yeah, the stuff before what they like to call the dark age of Disney, the black cauldron, Fox and the Hound, um, <clears throat> Oliver and company, uh, really another way you could describe it mm -hmm. it's the post on blue there the dark age of disney yeah that's where they were just hitting bomb after bomb after bomb and it's not that they were bad films except Black yeah but um what else have i not seen i haven't seen either of the rescuers films they're they're not great but they're mm -hmm. fun i haven't seen the hunchback of notre dame Oh, that's a really good one. I know. And that, that, is that one technically in the Renaissance still? Yeah. That 96. one's in the Renaissance. 96. 96. Okay. What? So, yeah, My that's God. the only Renaissance film I've never seen. Hunchback of Notre Dame is fucking depressing. Yeah, that's what I hear. I, I've just never seen Hunchback of Notre Dame. But, um, yeah, this one focusing on Oliver and Company, which, uh, ironically... The song, Why Should I Worry, from this movie, is my favorite Billy Joel song. 
Not Piano Man, not Uptown Girl, not Tell Her About It, not We Didn't Start the Fire. All phenomenal songs and some of my favorite songs, let alone Billy Joel songs. My favorite Billy Joel song is Why Should I Worry? I've never seen this movie. And I knew where it originated. You know, I I, I knew what it was from. I knew it was from Oliver and Company, but I just never bothered to watch the actual movie. Yeah. So, um... I know you guys have seen Oliver and Company, but have you guys ever seen Oliver Twist? I have not. That's a loaded question. It's, if I have, it's probably been at least two decades, which is really weird to hear myself say. Yeah, I never, I never had to watch any of the Oliver Twist movies or read the book for school or anything. Right. When you say two decades, Bobby. When you say two decades, Bobby, uh, you know what I'm reminded of. I remember vividly going to the movie theaters as a kindergarten field trip to go see The Emperor's New Groove. I remember ordering specifically Chicken McNuggets because they had us walk holding a jump rope to the McDonald's and to the movie theater because it was right across the street from my old kindergarten. But, uh, yeah, I remember taking that field trip in kindergarten 20 years ago. I remember something from 20 years ago. How does it fucking feel? It is not great. It is not great, and it has aged me horribly. But I also remember seeing that movie in theaters. Well, yeah, but you were like 12. Going back to uh, Alex's point, though, I'm just... I I, I do want to say... I'm just surprised. Hold on, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby. What? I just want to say... I just want to say that that is, I just want to say, I just want to say that um, when I say that Walter was 12, 20 years ago, that is not like our usual joke where we give him some dinosaur ass age. He was actually 12, 20 years ago. I mean, I was, I was five. I was seven. Yeah, no, I yeah, saw it first new groove when 2000. Uh, I believe it was when me, my sister, and my dad were visiting my grandma. Yeah, yeah, over in Iowa. Mm-hmm. I don't have any specific memories of uh saying it, but I do remember owning the uh PS1 video game for it. I had the demo for that. That was a fun, was that a fun game? It, it, it was good for it was Disney good. game. It reminded me of yeah, Sheep Raider. I was also seven. My favorite Disney game. Was that Hercules uh, PS1 game? Oh, I remember that. Dude. With Herculad. Yeah, they had like a little sidekick that was like half the size of Hercules and he'd go around giving you instructions. His name was Herculad. That's right. I just fucking gaslighted the shit out of Walter. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit from Oni Plays because there is a power up where it's like supposed to be the action figure. And <laughs> Oni does that with like a straight face. No, it's like in the movie, uh, there's Herculad where it's like his sidekick that dresses up like him and says, I'm Herculad. And it, it wasn't in the movie and it's not in the video game either. There's no Herculad. I remember playing that game all the time when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, boys. So, season three, changing things up. It is time for a new segment. I like the call. 
I didn't come up with a segment, but basically it's baking corner. So a little bit about me. I like to bake. I want to learn how to bake, be better bake so I can make money when I bake. But, um, I've dedicated myself to make a new baked good every week. And I typically do it on the days these boys come over because I am currently on a keto diet and I cannot eat the baked goods that I make. So in the words of Red Skull, I lead others to treasures I cannot possess. So boys, this week I made for you peanut butter empanadas. They were absolutely delicious. I'm looking forward to using the rest of that for something. 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 You can dip cookies in there. If you get yourself some nice Nello wafers, you could. Ooh. I have a feeling that my dad's probably just going to. Eat it with yeah. a spoon? No, no, no. Probably with Nello wafers for sure. But... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so um, baking corner. So peanut butter empanadas. If you guys ever want the recipes that I use, uh, just email the show. I'll let you know. But, uh, yeah, there'll be pics up on my Instagram, A R. A-R-O-A-D in the kitchen. A road in the kitchen. Um, and uh, yeah. Why don't you guys do us a favor and why don't, we, why don't we plug some shit or whatever. We never plug shit on our show. You can follow me on Twitter. I am A-M-R-O-A-D. Amroad. Uh, Bobby? Dank Bidups on Twitter. Waltman. 1989 on Twitter, and also any sports fans out there, please subscribe to Full Scale Sports on YouTube. That's where you get all the best of Walter's nut picks. He doesn't enjoy them, but he likes to share. <laughs> yeah. He'll also send you audio of him crying. <laughs> uh, yeah, but also follow the show. Um, we are cap to geek on Twitter. And on Instagram. And uh, you have any questions, concerns, email the show. Uh, Cap2GeekShow, that is C-A-P, the number two. Uh, GeekShow at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, get more invite, involved in the socials. Tell your friends about us because this is going to be our year. We are going to make it through this year. I forget how the rest of that song goes. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. So Oliver and company. Half eaten gallons of ice cream in the freezer. No? <clears throat> no, that's not how that goes. I don't know. <laughs> broom people. I, I, I'm aware of broom people, but like, the, the chorus is, I'm going to make it through this year. If it, it kills, kills me. me. There it, 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 if it kills me by the mountain goats. This year by the mountain goats. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what? Where are we even going with this? Bobby, why are you getting so upset? This is usually how the show goes. I don't know. Walter, stop being half asleep, motherfucker. So, movie takes place in New York City. There's a young kid played by... Um, I forget who plays him. Right. Oliver. Um, um, I know he did something recently. He and did I, something recently. He also filed for bankruptcy. Oh, well, I mean, well, Oliver and Company wasn't that much of a, that good of a movie. Yeah, but 
Keep in mind, he was a child. Joey Lawrence. Joey Lawrence. Oh, he was in that uh, ABC Family show, Melissa and Joey, mainly because uh, he only responded to the name Joey. It's really like a Freddie Prince Jr. in the Scooby Doo movies. They only uh, he only got the role because the character's name was Freddie, and he didn't need to remember two names besides his own. I was gonna follow Freddie Prince Jr. Also filed for bankruptcy. Oh man, he's married to Sarah Michelle Gellar. I think they met on those movies. It's pretty sad. Why? It just says. Wouldn't I, you want to be married to Sarah Michelle Gellar? I mean, well, yeah. I was about to say. But, like, you know, I don't want to just marry a co-star. I think they fell in love on those movies, man. You, you say that, and then we remember the, uh, the sad life of uh, the, the Twilight movies with uh, Robert Pattinson. And Kirsten Stewart? Yes. Well, I think you're making false uh, equivalencies here. Uh, uh, it was, was a one-sided thing, Walter. Is what I'm saying. They are still, uh, yeah, well. They're, they're friends, but it's yeah. a one-sided thing. But the thing is that Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. are still very much in love and happily married. And the Scooby-Doo movies are better than the Twilight movies. Oh, yeah. They were written by James Gunn. They were also made specifically for stoners. You can tell by that scene where uh, Scooby takes an enchilada out of the microwave. Nothing more, nothing more romantic than uh, the the live action Scooby Doo movies. When Scooby took an enchilada out of the microwave, uh, 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 we'll explain that to you off air. I, I get it. You get it now. Yes. The the tweet. <laughs> he doesn't get it. What do you? <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. So, um, Oliver. He becomes. This is basically Oliver Twist, but not, none of us have seen Oliver, Oliver Twist. Twist but Oliver Twist with a twist. <laughs> it's for yeah, but anyway, he meets Dodger, uh, who is played by Billy Joel. Yeah. Can I can I make an observation from the beginning of this movie? Yeah. What's up? Can Can we talk about the fact that Oliver nearly drowns? Well, yeah. I mean, it's an animal. More to come. Oh, yes, yes. Bobby has some trivia for this movie. But essentially, just a little brief recap of the movie um, from my recollection. So we have the orphaned Oliver who comes across uh, Dodger, who is played by Billy Joel, who's a dog. Um, They try and, uh, well, they successfully get sausages together. And the song, Why Should I Worry, plays Billy Joel, you know, does his singing thing, why they hired him, uh, which we'll talk about Billy Joel, but um, when are we not talking about Billy Joel, honestly, as a society? I think uh, in a way, everyone is always talking about Billy Joel. He's great. He's the piano man. But anyway, uh, Oliver gets roped up with this gang of uh, thieves, uh, played by a human, played by... um, Led by a human, played by Dom DeLuise. Um, Dom DeLuise, rest in peace. Pizza the Hut. But uh, they have three days to get money for this crime lord, or mm-hmm. else uh, the human's going to die. And I think it's not like $1,200. I, I don't remember them ever saying an amount of money. But uh, while trying to get said amount of money with a con, Oliver gets picked up by this young girl. I forget her name. I think Elizabeth. That sounds about right. Yeah, but uh, Elizabeth or Mary, something like that. But um, 
yeah, anyway, uh, he's taken to this house where there's this fancy dog named Georgette, played by Bette Midler. Um, so, essentially, the gang uh, goes to try and steal uh, Oliver back. The girl's name is Jenny. Jenny. Okay, Jenny. Goes to try and steal her back. Uh, Georgette helps them get Oliver back. Um, I forget. Oh. Uh, the human notices... Oliver's new collar realizes that uh, he belongs to a rich family, tries to put Oliver up for ransom, and um, ends up... Just having too much heart. Yeah, and ends up accidentally kidnapping Jenny, and they have to try and stop Jenny from getting kidnapped by the crime boss. Uh, I think the crime boss dies. Uh, they celebrate Jenny's birthday. Everybody, uh, the dog gang goes their separate ways, and uh, Oliver goes to live with Jenny, but they always say that they'll hang out as credits roll. Very short film. Very, very short film. I was surprised we were already at the climax. Less than an hour and a half. Yeah, less than an hour. Yeah, Bobby napped through the entire movie, so I gave them, both of these guys, homework to watch this movie by the end of, uh, in a week, because we did watch this last week. I watched most of it. I didn't watch it at all, and I'm the one who gave the instruction. Congratulations, Bobby. You did your job. Thanks. Union. (laughs) No, we don't say the W word. We don't say any words. We don't say any words. (laughs) But anyway, uh, yeah, so that was a brief summary of Oliver and Company. And uh, we open in New York. Oliver is the last of a runt of litter of kittens. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get picked up. You know, sad day. He's just alone on the street. Uh, he meets Dodger, Billy Joel. Which, Billy Joel, you know, I feel like people say that, and I, I say that Robin Williams um, was the one who brought the idea of celebrities doing voices in Disney movies and animated movies as a, as a whole. I feel like that's attributed a lot to Robin Williams in his turn as the genie in Aladdin. But I feel like this in 1988. There we were had, some names. There were some names. There Billy Joel, Bette Midler. Cheech Marin. Yeah, Cheech Joel Marin. Lawrence. Dom DeLuise. Though, uh, I, I don't remember if it was before or after this. Dom DeLuise would do some work with... Uh, <laughs> With uh, Don Bluth. He played one of the cats in uh, the American Tale movies. The main cat. I feel like those were in the 90s, so you might be right there. But yeah, Dom DeLuise. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, Billy Joel, Bette Midler. These were, like, prime of their lives, too. The 1980s with Billy Joel. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. He was. Yeah. What are some of your... I mean, I already said some of my favorite Billy Joel songs. What songs do you guys like? Oh, uh, Piano Man. It's... My absolute favorite. Yeah, I'm not much of a Billy Joel listener, but probably Piano Man. Piano Man? Yeah, like I said, Piano Man, Uptown Girl, um, Why Should I Worry. Um, we didn't start the fire. <laughs> American Tale was a year before this movie. Oh, 1987? 1986. Oh, this was 87? I thought this was 88. 87. Uh, and American Tale was a... Uh, <laughs> A partially Irish uh, made film. Mm. 
I know there was a American Tale 2, The Tale of Two American Tales. Well, the, the American Tale 2 is Five Uncles West. Yeah, The Tale of Two American Tales. There's multiple tales in the movie. Multiple tales. Every mouse has a tail in that movie. <laughs> and they're all American, so they're American tales. Okay. Five Will Goes West, is that where, like, Christopher Lee, or Christopher Lloyd shows up in a fucking DeLorean? <laughs> Five Will, we gotta, we gotta do something about your kids! <laughs> no, 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 okay, so... Your kids, Five <laughs> you know peanut butter was invented by a black man? It's too late, Doc. Too late, Doc. <laughs> Oh my oh god. god. Oh my god. <laughs> Season 3, guys. Season 3. But anyway. <laughs> season 3. The season of Where Can We Fit a Family Guy? Oh my god. Um, but anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so all star cast here. Not all star cast, but like I said, the uh, they say that Robin Williams is the one who was like, oh, you know. Now celebrities are going to be in animated movies after Robin Williams did it and got a lot of success. He was, I, I think he was the first one to gain a lot of success through it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Billy Joel, he was in here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even with the next Disney, uh, the next, uh, with The Little Mermaid, the next big Disney success after this, there was not a lot of names in there. I don't, no. I don't think I can name anybody in that cast. They tried to get a uh... Oh, who did they try to get for Ursula? B. Arthur. It was written for B. Arthur. Yes. But they never got B. Arthur. But uh, it was also based off uh, Divine. Did, I thought they tried to get him to do it. No, I, I remember they specifically wanted B. Arthur to do the voice, but they designed Divine. Because Divine died in eighty in 87 or 88. Oh, did he? Yeah, Divine, uh, Divine was already dead by the time they were going to do it. But uh, they based the character off Divine, which, if you guys remember Divine... Or uh, hairspray. Hairspray played Edna in the original movie of Hairspray. But uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, this movie was really short. I I didn't realize how short. I had forgotten how short it was because I right. I watched this movie a ton as a kid. I loved this movie. I still love this movie. Yeah, it's a very nice movie. I, I honestly really liked it. But um, yeah, it was a very short movie. Very very pleasant watch. Honestly, there were there were some funny jokes there. Um, you know, I like the dog gang with uh, you know Cheech. Oh, obviously, the standout. All of them are so great. Yeah, uh, the bulldog. bulldog. Francis. Yeah, I, I don't I know anybody <laughs> any of those voices. But um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know the voices, but I like Francis as a character. Right. Bobby, do you have a favorite character from this? Not particularly. The butler's pretty great, too. I forget his name. Right? I forget the butler's name, too. I, I also forgot the butler's name. The butler. His name is the butler. Was but like Winston or something? Winston. It, Winston. That sounds right. It sounds right. It sounds Winston Wilson. Winston Wilson. What are we going to do now? His name is Voight, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> that makes two. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> only, only season three and, uh, and before. In 2022, why are you a family guy podcast? 
Oh God! If we backed out of the King of the Hill podcast, what makes you think we're going to do the Family Guy podcast? There's we on, only do the season. They're on we season could, twenty. I think <laughs> exactly. We could probably do like the first four or five seasons. Walter, Walter. we only do the new seasons. We oh, just want people to be more disappointed in us. Speaking of, it was Winston. But speaking of Family Guy references, uh, the rich guy, yeah, uh, was named Sykes, and he was voiced by everyone's favorite. Robert Loja. Robert Loja. <laughs> yes, it's Robert Loja. R is in Robert Loja. O is in. Oh my God, it's Robert Loja. P is in. By God, it's Robert Loja. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if you guys are still listening past all the fucking Family Guy jokes we're making tonight, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am very sorry. Uh, it doesn't get much better. From it does not, but it's still a fun time. So, what were some of you guys' favorite scenes? Uh, I I really enjoy the uh, the why should I worry musical number. I oh, think that's definitely. really well done. And here's the thing: I always assume that a lot of these Disney older Disney movies were musicals. Um, this one's not a musical. I think no. they only have one song, right? One or two. Yeah, but the thing is, Bet fucking Midler is in this fucking movie. Yeah, they gave, like, Billy Joel had his uh-huh. musical number, Bet Midler had hers. Oh, she had one? Yeah, when she was getting up for the morning. Oh, okay, yeah. It just wasn't, it wasn't, why should I worry? No. And they do reprise, why should I worry at the end? Yeah. It, it is definitely the theme of the, of the thing, which, you know, why should I worry? Hakuna Matata. You know, kind of recycle that there. But, um, yeah. Uh, so, we can't really do favorite songs in here. Because no. it's Why Should I Worry. <laughs> but, uh, Bobby, favorite scene? Um, the scene where we really get to see Fagan and his actual digs. He, he kind of has a made for being a homeless guy. To be oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I'm pretty sure that recliner that he has is a programmable massage chair. And not to mention, he has a pack of dogs to take care of him and give him dog treats. And a TV. And a TV. He's got a TV. Yeah. And it's got a maid. Kind of envy it. Really makes you look past all the gonorrhea he has. He's probably got a ton of gonorrhea, but probably. it's okay. So I'm going to say this right now, guys. Fagin fucks. He brings he brings whoers down. I'm not gonna say whoers on air. He brings women down to that fucking uh, you know dog infested room he's got in Fagin Fox. And, and he hits it. He's got that little scooter. He hits it. Raw dog. <sighs> Walter, this is the reason why you're never going to experience the touch of a woman. You disgusting piece of shit. What the hell is wrong with you, Walter Tiberius Maine? <laughs> I'm not sure. I need a therapist. Oh, God. <laughs> I think you need more than a therapist. I think your therapist needs a therapist <laughs> at this point. But anyway, uh, is Robert Loja dead? Oh, shit. Robert Loja died in t- 2015. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Guys, would you, uh, would you include Oliver and Company in our, um, uh, it's a little too early for that. It's, we're, it's we're only too early, dude. I, yeah. I have oh, shit. Points. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, well, we're at 27 minutes, so. 
Well, it's a short movie, short episode. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Bobby, you got some talking points. Yeah, some uh, interesting little uh, trivia tidbits here. Okay. I'll hear some tits. So, uh, <laughs> the, the original opening uh-huh. uh, was going to feature, like, the actual murder of Oliver's parents by uh, Sykes Senchman. Oh, yeah, who are Dobermans. Yes. So, so we, we were... We were uh, and um, that was like the stereo- That was like the stereotype of the time. Yeah, is well, Dobermans were the dangerous breed. Where else would that be? You say it's the stereotype. What's another example? Well, and <clears throat> as time went on, that became really the pit bull as. Right, but what I'm saying is that you said that Dobermans were the dangerous breed at the time. What's another example of Dobermans being a dangerous breed at this time? I just remember, like, I just have read that they were they were treated very much like in the media and everything as pit bull as pit bulls are now. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Well, you know, not really at this time, but another movie, another Disney movie, where the Doberman is one of the main bad guys. Up. Mm. That was a Doberman, I believe. I think. Or so. a miniature pincer. Yeah. Yeah. The the bad guy was a miniature pincer, but I'm pretty sure there was a Doberman or two in that. Yeah. But um Yeah. So we were going to see Oliver's parents get killed by that? Yeah. On screen, not off screen. Oh. We're uh, gonna get into some uh watership down territory. Oh god. I mean if BBC can do it now. See why Should we do out. Watership Down? I... Have you seen it? No. We're doing Watership Down. Yeah, we're going to find the original cut of it, because uh, that new shit that they have on Netflix... I thought they had the original on Netflix. They had a reboot. Oh, with John Boyega? Yeah. It was not good. The, uh, do, we get the, do we get the action that we want? No. How are you going to do Watership Down without showing me dead rabbits? Exactly. Yeah, that's like... That's the scene everyone thinks of when they think Watership Down. The scenes. There's a lot of dead rabbits in there. Yes. Yeah. A lot of... Uh, oh, we're, we got to do some Watership Down for this show. It's, uh, it's definitely a good watch. Yeah. Walter, sir, you're about to be scarred for life. It's uh, okay. His life wasn't that good anyway. No. But anyway, uh, aside from that, when this movie was pitched back in 85, I believe, uh-huh. they actually had two other movies on the table. What movies? One was uh, 1995's Little Mermaid. And Mermaid there was, was 1989. 1989, 1995. Who gives a fuck, Walter? Um, the other one, the other one, which this one's going to shock you, was a certain treasure island in space. Treasure Planet was planned all the way back in the 1980s? Yep. Wow. Treasure Planet, 2002's Treasure Planet. I feel like it's good they waited. It's good they waited. There was a lot of technology, and at the time, they would not have been able to have it back at that time. And also, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was not... Alive. He was alive. How old do you think Joseph Gordon-Levitt is? He wasn't... He wasn't acting acting at the time, or whatever. It would have been... It would have been played by fucking... um, the guy who plays Steve on Full House, who they got from fucking Aladdin, <laughs> whatever the hell his name is. Uh, another fun fact about Disney and uh, projects being on the table for a long time. Mm-hmm. 
Little Mermaid was on the table to be made since the 1930s. Yeah, Walt Disney wanted well, to do a Little Mermaid. When it comes down to it, too, Little Mermaid, it's like, it's a fairy tale, so how could you not put that on the table? Yeah. Especially when it comes down to Disney. Uh, same thing, I guess same sort of thing with, uh, you know, Treasure Island. They just decided to uh, make it in space and wait X amount of years to actually right. put it out. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but ar- and around this time, Disney was struggling. I, like I said, Dark Age of Disney. Yeah, they had lost Don Bluth, and Don Bluth was... What movies did Don Bluth do for Disney? Oh, oh. my God. Oh, let me, let me look. Because Don Bluth, I know Don Bluth, American Tale. Um, Land Before Time. Yeah. A lot of the Universal stuff. The classic Universal stuff. Now Universal does Illumination. Who did the first meme of 2021. You know what I'm talking about, Bobby? I don't. I actually haven't seen it. Oh my god. Are we going to have to do a live? You know what? Guys, I'm sorry. We're going to interrupt the show to do a live reaction of the Grubhub commercial. So, he was assistant animator, project designer, layout artist, uh, somewhere along the lines with Sleeping Beauty, Sword of the Stone... The Rescuers, Pete's Dragon, Fox and the Hound for part of it. He left in the middle of Fox and the Hound. So he did do a couple things. Um, I know he's been wanting to do a... uh, And The Rescuers was all the way back in 77. Really? Yeah. I always thought that was like an 80s movie. Wow. Right? Damn. And then... After leaving, he... His first movie was... Uh, his first feature-length movie was Secret of Nim, then An American Tale, then Land Before Time, then All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yeah. Then his first real blob, which was Rockadoodle. Oh, I've heard of Rockadoodle. I have not seen Rockadoodle. I'm not sure if I want to. No. Did it's he also do that one? fucking weird. Did he do that one where Rodney Dangerfield plays a beagle? I don't know. Then he did Thumbelina. Uh-huh. A Troll in Central Park. Uh-huh. The Pebble and the Penguin. Uh-huh. Anastasia. Uh-huh. Bartok the Magnificent. Uh-huh. Titan A.E. Uh-huh. And the last film he had filmmaking credits on was a short film in 2009 uh-huh. called Gift of the, the, the Hoopy. Okay. Hoopo. So he didn't do Rover Dangerfield. He did do Titan A.E., though. Ugh. And, but his, uh, he's going to be an animator on, or he was an animator on a short film that came out in uh, 2019. Yeah. Circus Sam. Didn't see that. But also, he's been trying to do a Dungeon Quest. Dungeon Quest? Dragon Quest? What's the name of that? You know what I'm talking about, right? I don't. The video game? Yeah. Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. He's been trying to do a Dragon Quest movie. Like, he's had a couple Kickstarters on it. So, 
let, let me tell you let me tell you one thing just based off of the uh, one Dragon Quest movie I've seen, which is available on Netflix, which was based off of Dragon Quest Five. If Japan can't do it, don't let Don Bluth do it. There's five Dragon Quest games, dude. We're we're at like Dragon Quest eleven now. Bobby, that's not what we're talking about. That's literally what we're talking about. No. Yeah. The thing with the slime and the yeah, that's Dragon yeah. Quest. That's not what I'm talking that's about. Really fucking Dragon. No, Quest. then it's not. It's Dungeon Quest. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about his video game that he did. Um, oh, Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. That's what it so, is. So, so no, not for Dragon's Lair. Laser disc technology. Laser disc yeah. Yeah, Dragon's Lair, I'm sorry. Yeah. Dragon's Lair, available on Laserdisc, Arcade, PlayStation, NES, yeah, this thing. SNES, yes, Sega C D. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Don Bluth did the animation for that and also Space Ace. Oh, but, and it's also available on the greatest games console of all time. The Philips C D I. Oh fuck yes. <laughs> but anyway, um yeah, he's it's, been trying to it's do got a switch port. Yeah. It's a very popular game. But anyway, he's been trying to do Dragon's Lair for a long-ass time, like a movie based on Dragon's Lair, but has never really had a lot of success with it. Um, but yeah, not Dragon Quest, Bobby. Dragon's Lair. Yeah, hey, you're the one that... Uh, well, no, Walter's the one who said Dragon's Quest. That, yeah, Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair is the one that I was thinking about. But yeah. And that's a point-and-click adventure, right? Uh, um, kind of? So, Dragon's Lairs. Think of it like Bop It. Okay. It's its own little thing, except animated. It's almost like one of the original rhythm games, I would say. Is it that one game that, like, everyone hates because, like, nine times out of ten you die on, in, like, the first five seconds of the game? Well, they don't hate it for that. It's okay. challenging. Do you, we rem- and we played it in at your birthday last year. When we were in the arcade, it was yeah, the, yeah where it, like it would highlight like where you're supposed to point okay. the trigger. That's why I'm saying it's like bop it because it'll say on the screen, oh, go right to go to the thing, and uh, then you have like five seconds to boop, go right. It's like it's like bop it essentially, but yeah, that that's Dragon's Lair. Um, but this is Oliver and Company that we're talking about. Yes, today. we went on a little bit of a Bluth tangent. We love Don Bluth. Don Bluth is great. Don Bluth is great. Um. Bobby, still alive anymore. Yeah, still trying to make a Dragon's Lair movie. He's going to die the day after the Dragon's Lair movie comes out. <laughs> it's going to come out. He's going to watch it in the theater. He's going to... He's the gonna, credits roll. Yeah. No, no, no. He's not going to... Like, as soon as the credits are over and he gets the round of applause, he's going to Avengers dust away. <laughs> the doctors are going to say it's uh, COVID-related. <laughs> <laughs> a COVID-related dusting. <laughs> Uh, as for uh, the last two little tidbits I have, they are uh, specifically about the technology that went into the movie. Okay. So the street scenes were blocked out. What they did was they photographed the streets using cameras 18 inches off the ground to give the animators a dog's eye view huh. as they're doing their work. Yeah. And uh, only 11 minutes of the of the film used computer assisted imagery. Look at that. 
This um, was really the start of computers this, coming uh, in. This movie came after the nine old men of Disney retired. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the animation was done by the next generation of Disney animators, many of which uh, are no longer Disney animators. Nice. Except for somebody who did a smart short. Can't remember who. But. Right. Don Bluth was in the Nine Old Men, wasn't he? Don. Mm, I don't think so. I think they're all dead. Uh, yeah, yeah. The last surviving member died in. Because uh... <clears throat> you gotta, you gotta think, kind Walter. Of recently. Don Bluth is an old man now. He was not. An old man then. Like 40 years ago. No, he was one of the new generation, probably. But yeah, no. Yeah, the uh, first member of the Nine Old Men to die was uh, John Lounsbury in 1976. The last one was uh, Ollie Johnson in 2008. Yeah. So they would have been working on, like, Snow White. Yeah. Yeah. The, they, uh, oh, so, yeah. When Don Bluth was like, you know. Snow White to Rescuers. Was yeah, Snow White to Rescuers. That's a long ass time. Hell yeah! Like think about it like this though. Les Clark, one of the members of the Nine Old Men, worked on animating Mickey Mouse when it was uh, when it was just something that um, they would put before movies. When it was something that Ubi Works was just doing to do, right. So, like, that was back in the 1920s. Jesus. Right. Um, okay, a little bit of trivia challenge for you guys. What movie is the last one to feature members of the Nine Old Men? Not animating, because we just said it was Rescuers. But what movie has a cameo by two of the Nine Old Men? Oh, God. I take it it's post-Rescuers. It's post-Rescuers. Bobby, don't look it up. Aladdin? No. You get one guess, Bob. You know, I got nothing. You you don't want to just throw anything out of here. I'm good. Oh, my God. Okay. It is The Incredibles. Wow. The Incredibles, the scene, right after they beat the Omnidroid or something like that, there's two old men that say, oh, that's old-fashioned. That's old-fashioned. Those were the last two surviving nine old men. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, the last uh, the last of them would die like four years later. But yeah, The Incredibles was the last to feature them. Yep, cameo appearance of the two of the nine old men. I don't know which ones. Uh, there's probably diehard Pixar fanboy watching this like ten years after we've abandoned it in our fucking archives or whatever. Maybe we're a big podcast. Maybe there is a murder, suicide, suicide next week. <laughs> but they'll find they'll find this, and they're going to be screaming who, what the name of these nine old men are. I, I I tried looking. Honestly, I was stalling. Of the nine old men. Yes. Yeah, but which two are the ones that were in The Incredibles? I can fucking tell you. Check That's what I was trying to check. IMDb. I hate you. Check IMDb. I hate you. Check IMDb. Bobby. Check Reddit. Shut the fuck up. Check Pornhub. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, last talking point. Um, that's it. Um, no, that was it. That was it. I thought you said he had one more. I, 
I said I had two more, and I combined both of them into one. All right. Well, uh, boys, I guess that completes our first review of 2021. So, Bobby, Walter, would you guys allow this into our book film 2021 club? Yes. All right. Uh, I guess Oliver and company doesn't have to worry. Nor should it care. No, because it's in there. It may not have a dime, but it's in it. it it's in our book, our fucking thing that we do. So, uh, want to take a little bit? Come on, you're not even the tired one today. I'm not the tired one. I'm stuffy one. You're stuffy. Yeah. Okay, but uh. I do, do want to take a little bit today. Um, so what are you, some of you guys' hopes for season three? What are something, you know, what's something you guys really want to do for season three? Not saying that we're going to do it right now, but what's something you guys really want to do for season three? I think it'd be very interesting to do the first three alien movies. Cause there's three so different movies within the same franchise. Right. And like, even though it's not a great movie, there's a lot to talk about with Alien Three and, oh, yeah. and that production. Right. Okay, Bobby. I mean, we've already spoken about it. Oh yes. Now I'm about to be yelled at by a million nerds on the internet right now, but I have never seen a Studio Ghibli movie. I've only seen one. You guys fucking suck. And uh, Bobby is gonna finally admit that he's a weeb. And he's going to educate us on some Ghibli. You get to pick three Ghibli. Okay. I'll do that easily. What three Ghiblis? Okay. Now, honestly, there's a couple that I'd like to do that aren't available on HBO Max, but it's fine because I do have the Blu-ray for one of them. Of course you Because I want to make you guys feel something for once in your lives. I feel things all the time. Oh. I'm constantly- Is it the one you got from my mom? No, no, no. It's not Castle in the Sky? Castle in the Sky is classic. I think we should do it. Okay, we'll do Castle um, in the Sky. Brave of the Fireflies. Oh my god, Tyler did tell me about that one. Like, is I'm that going... the World War II one? Yes. Oh my I'm god. Don't spoil anything. I have no idea what happens. I've heard it's the most depressing thing. Jesus Christ. Alright, um, as for me, I do want to look into some films that I consider... Like, not some, maybe some of my, yes, we're going to do some of my favorite films, but also films that I feel like are art. I want to get a little artsy, but my way of artsy. Oh, God. Like visual. Well, yes. Uh, if you guys ask me what my favorite, oh, not what my favorite film is, but what film do I consider the perfect film? Do you know what my answer is? Jurassic Park. It's Jurassic Park. I will go into depth. I, I. I might just we might just do a separate thing where I will do kind of like a video essay, not even a video essay, but I will like rant about why Jurassic Park is considered, in my opinion, the perfect film. It wouldn't be a review of Jurassic Park because we've all seen Jurassic Park. Okay, it's a good thing you nodded. You're allowed to I've, you're allowed to be in this house. I was obsessed with that movie when I was like eight. Right. Yes. But uh, now I'm starting to get a little stuffy. I think it's just the atmosphere. It's something in the area. But anyway, 
coming in the air tonight. This table just fucking feels <laughs> over right now because of that bullshit. I would kick your ass. I hate you so much, Walter. Oh, man. But anyway, um, no, but also I want to do a film that I believe is just a tour de force. I, I want to cover Nacho Libre. The director oh, no. of Napoleon Dynamite. That Napoleon won- Dynamite did not win Best Picture. <laughs> Look, if you ever seen Napoleon Dynamite, you would understand why it won Best Picture. It didn't win Best Picture. It won Best Picture. I'm not saying what Academy gave it Best Picture, but I'm saying it won Best Picture. Is it Best Picture in the Academy of Alex Rodriguez? Yes. But anyway, <laughs> yes, I want to do, okay, maybe I want to do Napoleon Dynamite too, but I must, uh, But I definitely want to do Nacho Libre because I feel like it is a very gorgeous film to look at and I want to see how it holds up in a high definition. And also Jack Black is great. Um, all right. So that out of the way, boys, uh, we're going to do, start doing some more segments. Uh, so did you guys watch anything or do anything interesting since the last show? Uh, I've discovered a new podcast. Oh, what are we talking? It's called uh, The Casual Criminalist. Oh, okay. It's by a YouTuber I watch. and What's the YouTuber? His, oh, my God. I forget his actual name, but the... The channel I know him from is called Biographics. Okay. And it'll be like a semi-long form, usually around half-hour videos. Uh-huh. Just biographies on people. He's done, like, events, diseases. Hmm. Okay, interesting. I like that. Like, he's done, like, he's done smallpox. He's He did polio this week. Right. He's done the AIDS epidemic. Well, it's a podcast. It's more of a relaxed environment, longer form. And talking about, like, real, real bad criminals. Like, the UK doctor who killed 200-plus patients. Oh. Like, he would take them into his care. Like, go to their homes. Poison them. Burn their bodies. And then give a reason for death and it would be signed off on. Damn. And it's a very interesting podcast. Uh, He does really good research. He gets a ton of good stats. And he's funny. He's got a good voice for podcasting. So definitely a recommend. Nice, nice. Uh, Bobby, see, hear anything? I mean... You know me, I've just been binging shit. I've actually started to uh, make a list of everything that I've completed so far this year. Uh-huh. And uh, so far, uh, I, I'm at three series, well, three first seasons at least, uh-huh. um, two of which are on Apple TV+. Plus. Nice. Which uh definitely kind of worth the... Uh, I don't even remember how much I'm paying per month, but it's a minimal it's amount. Four ninety nine. Exactly. It's a minimal amount. Which, for the, the the amount of programming on there, which isn't much, I don't care. Right. Did you ever uh, do Central Park? I So, I started watching it. Uh-huh. I So, 
Earlier, we were talking about the Great North, right? Right. It's another one of those situations. I was going to say, I cannot has Lauren Bouchard lost his drive? Because I, w- I wouldn't call him a one-hit wonder, because he had home movies before uh, Bob's Burgers. So, home movies was great. I think, home movies was great. Well, I mean, at least for the Great North, uh, Lauren Bouchard was only as an executive producer. Okay. Um, the Do you think uh, they're making Lauren Bouchard the new Seth MacFarlane? It almost seems that way, honestly, except yeah. his works are more spread out, not just on Fox. Right. Um, but, like, Central... Like, the thing about Central Park was... It's a musical. Uh-huh. Like, you know, Bob's Burgers has its musical numbers, and that's that's great. That's phenomenal. Yeah. But every single fucking thing about Central Park is a musical number. So it's like Les Mis, where... It's all... like Les Mis, but not good. All right, I get that. I get that. Um, okay. Speaking of streaming services, one I've been interested in, like, possibly getting... <laughs> Is Curiosity Stream? I've canceled it twice. What? Curiosity Stream? Yeah. He's canceled it twice. Like the content's great and all, but like if you it, Isn't it like two dollars a month? Yeah, it's like two dollars a month. I was just like, it's minimal, but like I'm still paying two dollars a month for something that I'm not even using. I guess so. If you're looking for uh nature docs and stuff though. We still got shutter, by the way. I I, yeah. you know, I I have the app downloaded on my yeah uh, I I'm logged into it on my Xbox. All right, sweet. Um, I mean, it's great if you want your like nature documentaries and all, but uh, I I would say expect yourself finding that you're not using it too often. Right. Okay. Well, you guys covered TV and podcast. Um, I just watched. Not for the first time, but for the first time in a while, the 2005 Peter Jackson King Kong movie, the extended I, edition. I actually have haven't seen, seen that. We are not. No, I've How? seen it. Okay. I've okay. seen it. Like I said, I, I it's not my first time, but first time in a while. But, but. I mean, it's three hours long. Okay, yeah. It, it's a it, brisk. It's Peter Jackson. It's a brisk three hours. I'll be honest. It didn't feel like I was watching a movie for three hours, mainly because I was doing a puzzle at the time. How many bathroom breaks did it take? I, I was right in the morning, so I took a leak right in the morning, and then I just watched it. Okay. Yeah. But uh, it's a three-hour-long movie, yeah. which, for Peter Jackson, that's, you know, Normal. Peter Jackson, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he did Lord of the Rings, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 No, I, have a, I have a box set that can confirm that. Why did you have to ask if you have the box set? I just didn't remember if he was the director. Oh, yeah. No, he was the director of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Yeah. Uh One of these days, we'll do a special 12-hour watch-along of the entire Lord of the Rings. We hardly survived the Christmas special, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Although it would be nice if we could all just take a day off and do a a -a watch-a-thon of movies. That that would be a fun time again. I I did enjoy that last last year. But, uh... Maybe for one of our birthdays. Maybe we can do because I, I think my birthday is uh, Sunday. If you guys want to get that off, we can do a watchathon of that. Yeah. Of something. Yeah. Ooh. Probably a Sunday. Ooh. What? We could. Would Would we want to do multiple movies? That's for what? What a watchathon is, my guy. Yeah. We could do Star Wars. Uh. <sighs> 
I think I want to pick the series. Okay. Oh, hey, it is a Sunday. Oh. Yeah. Four birthdays, including my own. Nice. And my birthday. And besides, I feel like that would take a little bit longer than uh, 24 hours. And in reality, it'd be more like eight hours for us. But uh, we'll see. We'll pick something. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure something out. If anything, all the Spider-Man movies wouldn't would be that bad. But uh, uh, anyway, um, also just in music or whatever, uh, I don't listen to a lot of more recent artists, but uh, check out We Are The Union, their album Self Care. I really like that album. I've been bumping it a lot recently. Uh, anything else you guys want to plug that's not related to us? Uh, hey, everybody. Don't forget that that song from the 80s, Tarzan Boy, is a fucking banger. What? You don't know Tarzan Boy by Baltimore? No. Bobby, do you want to plug anything? I really don't. You don't? No new music, no movie, nothing you want to recommend to anybody? Um, oh, I've got one. Well, uh, everybody, uh, if you can find a copy, uh, pick up Star Wars Light of the Jedi. It's very good. Okay. Why are we plugging things when we're not even sponsored? We're not sponsored, but we're just giving our recommends, things we like. You know? Apple TV+. Alright, well, we're going to end this on a banger. We're going to check out the first meme of 2021. We're going to watch the Grubhub commercial and live react to it. Oh no. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Oh, no, 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 hold on. Hold on. Uh, get the remote. Get the remote somewhere. I think I've glanced this commercial on Hulu and just not paid any attention to it. Okay. Yeah, set, uh, give us a 20. All right. This is, what, this is what the show's gone to, by the way, just memes. I do want to. God, if this is the kind of quality that we're going to see in Eliminations, uh, Mario movie. Mario that, that's movie. why I'm scared for the Mario movie. I did tell you this was animated by Illumination earlier, didn't I? Yeah. Oh God. It's, it's evident. You don't even have to tell me. I just fucking know. All right, so now we can go kill ourselves, right? <laughs> that is not going to stay in. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> All right, boys. So uh, thanks for joining me. Uh, Oliver and Company, if you haven't checked it out, check it out because now we've all seen it. And until uh, next time, guys. Have Good night. Fun. Good night, everybody. All right. Now, because I guarantee you've heard it. Hey, Google, play Tarzan Boy. Tarzan Boy by Baltimore. Sure, it's playing on Spotify.